0: Valor. This is Pamela Ross. This is Trinesia. And you're, listening, and you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. To Game On with Jackson Stewart.
1: Game On with Jackson Stewart. Killing them. Follow Game On with Jackson Stewart on YouTube at Game On with Jack. On the official
0: blog, www.gameonwithjack.blog and at the new store, www.gameonwithjack.shop. Keep it sexy and game on.
2: What's the game if we're not talking romance? If we're not talking passion, sex, and that connection that gets hearts beating. As important as the game of love, sex, and romance is, it is the most confusing, most misunderstood, and most ill-navigated level of all. To work it, every player should have a guide. Enter Dale Valor, our guest this evening. Dale married his second girlfriend at 23 years old, but five years into the marriage, his wife told him that she was bisexual and wanted to have an open marriage. Giving Dale the green light to be with other women, he was given a golden ticket to go after other women. Not knowing how to flirt or approach, he went to books to study and research the science behind flirting and approaching. It took him five years to master these techniques, and eventually Dale started mentoring men on how to use the same concepts with a high success rate. Dale, coming in as a signed hip hop artist and real estate agent, found his passion and calling, being men's wingmen in the dating world. Now, Dale gives men like you the chance to speed up your learning curve and discover proven methods to win at the dating game. Today, he has multiple programs, courses, and his new book to become your inner game wingman. Dale is also our guest this evening. All right, guys, you've heard the introduction and the biography, now join me in welcoming to Game On. I mean, it's a guy that really just doesn't need any adjectives, it's just just welcome the one and only Dale Valley. Dale, how you doing, man?
1: Man, I am fantastic, I'm ready to go, I'm excited. My book just came out, man, I just launched this new website, like, things are popping. So I'm ready, I'm ready to talk about it, man.
2: <laughs> I always have, I always forget to tell people, Please lower your volume when Dale, when Dale comes on this show. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: a, I'm a loud dude, man. Like, you, you know, it's funny you say that because uh, one of the things, and this, this was certainly not planned to talk about or whatever, but I'll, I'll, whatever. I'm here. I'm going to say it. So um, one of the things that really holds guys back in terms of interactions with women is simply not talking loud enough. It, I mean, as simplistic as that sounds, like guys are so reluctant to speak in a volume that people can hear, you know, especially, especially in a loud environment like a club or something like that. Like, man, if she can't hear you, she's not going to listen to right. you. You get two, maybe three what's, right? Meaning, what? What? Now she's tuned out. she's done
2: a hundred percent, you know, and you know and, and I think a lot of that comes from i think it comes from two places one is like self esteem like if you feel like mm-hmm. you know, if you feel like you you're not worth or yeah you're not imposter syndrome, you're not worth her talking to you're you don't deserve to be talking to her, you're gonna speak kind of quieter, and I think too, we're kind of raised to always have our volume at a certain acceptable level, but then. There's right. times to be loud. There's times when not to be. So before let's let, let's get the logistics. Let's get the the standard stuff out the way. Dale. Yeah. Let the audience know what platform they can find you on and by what name.
1: Oh um, man, you could just Google Dale Valor and you'll find me pretty much everywhere. Um, but uh, on Instagram, it's um, at Dale Valor Modern Flirting. Um, let's see on Facebook. You know, we got my Facebook group just past the 4,000 member. Congrats, um, congrats man. Yeah, thank you. Thank, I mean, like two days ago, it just, it just hit the 4,000 mark uh, in terms of people being in there. Um, and that is, um, uh, a group called, um, uh, modern flirting Energy. Okay. So that's another place you can find me. I mean, you can email me, Modern Valor Dating at Gmail. I mean, there's a lit, anyways. But the main, main, main one, free gift from where I got you. Like, it is what the website says. There's no, it's not clickbaity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you go on that website, and I got you. I got two things for you. I got the first chapter of my book you know, that you can download and, and peruse at your own leisure and see if it's something that speaks to you. And if it does, so will the rest of the book, <laughs> right? And then also one of my biggest um, substantial life-changing exercises that I walk guys through at boot camps, my students, uh, it's in my book actually. And what that is, is to find out about your own intrinsic value, who you are at the core. You know, uh, I say it all the time, man. You know, a guy who knows who he is and knows what he wants is a dangerous man. And unfortunately, most guys don't know either. <laughs> so, um, you know, go on the go on uh, free gift from Check that out. And you're going to find out something about yourself moving forward that you can take with you into dating, into relationships, professionally, right? If you don't know your worth, you know, like how, like, like for instance, if I don't know what my house is worth, right? And I'm, I'm moving soon. Okay. So moving out of Detroit, uh, moving down to Tampa. And if I don't know what my house is worth approximately, well, I might undercut myself, right? Like, if I put my house up for sale for fifty thousand dollars, I'll get a gang of offers, none of which is coming close to what that value is, <laughs> you know. But if I if I sell it and put it up for sale at the appropriate price, I don't need a gang of offers. I just need one, right? Right. You know, and maybe two or three come in, and that'd be cool. Get a little bidding war going or whatever, but at least I know I'm going to get what the house is worth. I'm not just giving it away essentially. And then unfortunately that's what a lot of guys do is they just give away their value, you know, by, by simping for these women or, and by no means am I suggesting, you know, that you shouldn't be kind or you shouldn't be nice or, you know, treat people with basic human uh, dignity and respect. I'm not saying that at all, but there's a big difference between that and, and kowtowing and, And placating and putting women on pedestals and things like that. You know, hoping you can get a scrap of her precious time. You know, like, come on, man. Like, you're better than that. You know, if you know what your worth is, you're not going to put up with nonsense. You know, you're going to get what you're worth. But you're not going to know that unless you know what your worth is, right? So, that's what that's all about.
2: If you guys don't know, Dale is like, Dale, you were, I think, the third guest I ever had. (laughs) <laughs> so oh dang i didn't even know yeah, that no, you were like the third guest i'm pretty if memory serves me right and so and this is dale's third time back very happy to have him dude that's man congratulations man
1: that's fucking dope man because yeah it's been a while
2: <laughs> yeah dude because
1: i was looking and i'm like dang man he's got like 130 episodes or something like yeah, that you know I think
2: you yes number if i remember right we had a seduction expert we had a chef and then I had Dale Valor.
1: <laughs> Dang, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. All right.
2: All right. But I want to let people know, people who have, and guys, go back, check out Dale on that first, uh, his first appearance. He's amazing. You Just skip over listening to me because I probably s- still didn't sound like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> then you come back for a Valentine's <laughs> Day show. Oh, on yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. I let remember that. On that okay. one. But for people who, you guys haven't heard the interviews with Dale, they'll let people know real quick, where are you from and where did you grow up?
1: All right, so I'm from Detroit, uh, grew up in Detroit, uh, still in Detroit, but like I said, I'm about to move out of here. I'm about to move to Tampa here soon. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, so I just, you know, like East side all day, man, you know, like, <laughs> I, like, like you know how it is, man, you're in Chicago, so you got a lot of suburbs and oh, whatnot. No you know, like you could have somebody who lives damn near Rockford, Illinois, you know, and they, they're gonna claim Chicago, yeah. right, when they're talking to people and stuff like that. You know, it's the same thing here, you know. Um, but I like where as I where I am standing in my basement right now is on the east side of Detroit. I keep it gully, man.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, now you <laughs> you know your message, right? It's like, you know, we were talking earlier during the, 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 the pre show talk. And I've said this to guys before I listening, like guys, we're faced with, we believe we got two choices to listen to, two voices, right? And Dale, you hit on one. Yeah. You got the simp voice. You got the voice that says, you know, sit up and wait for her to call on a Friday night, hoping to get a little bit of her attention and follow after her, dote on her, whatever. And then the other voice is mm-hmm. like, fuck them all, you know, then there's a toxic right. masculinity. But you're in the middle ground. You're talking about what I like to call, you know, the assertive male, the guy that's kind, mm-hmm. but he doesn't get pushed around. Who are some of the influences? Because I want to get in some of your bio, but like, who influences you, and who do you go back and read to get get spun back up? Are there certain speakers you like, certain authors? Yeah.
0: I mean I got a lot of
1: influences, um, but you know, a few that come that, that come to mind right now, um, Jordan Peterson being one. Um, uh who else, man? Um I don't know if this is somebody that would be an influence in the vein in the same vein that you're talking about, but uh uh man, I love uh Robert Green. Um he's and I don't know if you're familiar you, do you know who that I've is? I've never heard of Robert, Robert Greene. Green? Okay. you you probably heard of his book, um, but he's got a bunch of them, man. But uh, his, probably his most famous one is um, um, 48, 48 Laws of Power. Okay. Um, like, dude, <laughs> I don't know if this is a ringing endorsement or not, but it's the number one uh, – it's the number one requested book of, uh, prison inmates. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, uh, dude even wrote a book with 50 cent called the 50th law, you know? Um, I I always go back to him a lot because I like the way that he breaks things down. Um, another guy who was actually on my podcast, um, guy named uh, Dr. Robert Glover. He has a book called, uh, no more Mr. Nice guy. You know, and so, like, what you're talking about with, like, you're saying, like, okay, you know, you got two extremes, right? You got the simps, and you got the guys who are, you know, of the, uh you know, the Tate ish you know, red pill right, right, type, right. Of, type of guys, right? But then, really in the middle, and I, I forget the the term that you used to describe that, but assertive guy, yeah, I think yeah, is what you said. Assertive man. He calls it the integrated male. Okay. You know, and so like what you were describing is what, uh, Dr. Uh, Glover describes as the integrated male and it embodying what you're talking about. The way I think of it is kind of like this, man, you know, it's like, you know, we've all been pulled over by the po.
0: <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? we, we We've all had encounters with the cops, yes. right? And if you haven't, your time's coming, you know, you're on the clock. So, uh, you know, you get pulled over, and, and nine times out of ten, you know, like the the, the cops, you know, he, he's polite, he's you know, like cordial and 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 whatnot, you know. Uh, he doesn't walk up being just a dick, you know. Usually, I mean, sometimes you run into that, but typically they're they're fine, you know. Um, but. You you respect, you know, you're you're kind of respecting their authority, right? Like, I'm not going to act up and do some foolish stuff, you know, because of the consequences, right? So you're respecting his authority, you're respecting his um, ability to, you know, fuck you up (laughs) if push comes to shove. And so that's the way that I kind of like to look at it is where it's like yeah, I, I'm, I'm a nice guy, man. You know, like I, I always have a kind word for somebody. I'm I'm down to help somebody out, out of a jam. If I can, I'm, I'm, I'm more than, more than happy to, uh, you know, give somebody some advice that they may need. Like I, I thrive on that stuff. But at the same time, I ain't no punk, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like you try to take you try to take advantage of that, or if a girl tries to take advantage of me because she mistakes that kindness for weakness, she's got another thing coming, you know. He's about to get a rude awakening real fast. So, you know, that, that, that's kind of the way that I like to look at it.
2: You know, we said it, we said it on here before, and you and I were just talking about it. it's the it's the Clark Kent versus Superman. Clark Kent's the joke, right? He's the milk sob, he's the simp. But yeah. and, but uh, Superman is, he's Superman, but Superman's a nice, he, Clark Kent's a nice guy, Superman's a good man. And when I say, guys, mm-hmm. you want to be a good man, not a nice guy, because a nice guy is a exactly. pushover. Yep. Superman, he's nice, like, he'll save a kitten, you know, he'll give a speech at a school, but you fuck with him and he'll throw the moon at you. Like, so I right. think that's, guys, like, there, there's a third choice, there's a third voice out there. Before we get into some of the mistakes that guys are making and approaching, Dale, you got to tell me about mm-hmm. I read the bio, and that moment that you get told in your marriage that she wants an open marriage, like because mm-hmm. there's guys out there who are getting hit with a similar situation, or they're going get yeah. so gonna get hit with a situation. where, how did you handle it? What advice do you have somebody who gets faced with that? Because you didn't go in expecting that, I'm sure.
1: No, and I mean it wasn't dropped on me just like that. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like a confrontational thing or like this is what I want to do. It wasn't like <laughs> hey, hey,
2: you know baby, I mean? here's pancakes. Let's go bring somebody else in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. It wasn't exactly <laughs> it wasn't exactly just like that, you know. Um it was more so of a conversation. Right. Right. And so when my wife came out to me as being bisexual, you know, we were kind of like, okay, so what are we going to do about that? You know, like what's how how does that how does that change our relationship? How does that how do we navigate it? So, you know, through the course of this conversation, you know, like she was like, uh, well, I would like to, you know, experiment with that, that side of myself and so you know I guess to answer your question initially I'm like this is great <laughs> like, like I won the lottery you know in my in my immature thinking you know what I'm saying yeah, like
2: yeah. <laughs> like
1: yo they, you know, <laughs> like this it's popping so um what, but eventually what had happened was, you know, so she was like, I want to, you know, uh, experiment and, and, and see what's up. Um, but I don't think it's fair, you know, that I get, you know, i, I get to go out here and, and, do my thing. What are you going to do? You're going to sit at home and just like, wait for me to come home, twiddling your thumbs, you know, like, wh- what are you, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, you know, so we continue to talk it out and she's like, well, I only, I think it's only fair if you want to date and, you know, kick it with other other women and stuff like that. That that that's fine. I I don't have a problem with that. You know, and so that's kind of was like the the beginnings of kind of everything. I mean, even the space that I'm in now professionally, you know, had it not been for that moment, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. That that's for damn sure.
2: You know, and I gotta tell you, if you guys don't follow Dale on social media, you need to. I follow. I've been following him since hell, since he was a guest on the show. Actually, before, because that's how I found you. Uh, right, right. And, and on Instagram, not only every day he's posting advice, every day he's posting tips. Um, but I gotta say, man, I mean, it, your workout game has been tight. You look phenomenal.
1: Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Hasn't been that tight the last week or so. Yeah. Ago, let me tell and, you. Hey,
2: the, the, if you didn't make mistakes, pencils wouldn't have erasers. I mean, the, you're not always going to be opposite, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna slip a little bit. But yeah, uh, I, let's jump right into some advice because guys are, you know, guys are listening to you. Guys are following you. Guys are getting coached by you. What is the number mm-hmm. one big biggest mistake men in in approaching? So let's say it, if it's a female, you know, if it's at a party, if it's at a social event, if it's on the street, at a club, whatever, number one mistake guys will make it.
1: Okay. Uh, I think the number one mistake is actually the precursor to that. Okay. So what, what, what do we have? We've got our mindset and then we got the action steps that we're going to take or not take based on that mindset. Right. So yeah, we can, we can get into like tactical stuff, you know, but I think before the precursor to that is what is your thought process? What is your mindset? Right. Cause most guys, what they're going to do is they're going to be like, Oh, yo, Like, there goes goes that girl, blah, blah, blah. Like, man, I should go over there and holler at her. And there she goes. (laughs) Like, she's gone. You know, like, I I shoulda, woulda, coulda stuff, you know. And that obviously is not going to help you in getting to know her (laughs) by any stretch. So the mindset being, okay, um, if I'm walking into this, intentionally to suggest an outcome, right? So if I see this girl and I'm like, I want to get to know her, get her number, I wanna take her on a date, how do you even know? How do you even know you want that stuff first and foremost? Yeah, okay, she's cute, And whatever, but how do you like, man, you don't know her, you don't know her name for all, you know, her breath stinks for for all, you know, she's got, you know, eight kids by 10 different daddies, you know, like you, you don't know you know what I'm saying? Until you know. So instead of walking in there with some um, grand objective, to, you know, the, the, and again, this is before we hopped on here, what I was talking about, about giving value, you know what I mean? Like, that's you wanting to take something from her, right? That's you suggesting to yourself, I want to get to know her because I want to get X, whatever X is, you know? And so before doing that, my, my mindset's like this. I just want to find out about her. That's it. Huh. And then wherever it goes from there is where it goes from there. But let me just go see what she's about. Let me go make her day a little bit better. Let me get her laughing. Have some really good engaging conversation. You know, if, should I want to take it that direction? You know, um, if her personality's good and all that kind of stuff, yeah, I'm going to want to take it that direction. But if her personality sucks... What's the point? You know, like, I, I don't want to kick it with her if, if I don't like her, <laughs> you know. So that's what I'm saying. The, starting off with the mindset. If you're walking in there, it, it's about being um, process-oriented versus results-oriented, you know. If you're just looking for a result, you're hinging everything on that result as opposed to, hey, man, you know, girl, I just want to get to know you a little bit. Let's have a conversation, you know? So that's that's where I think guys mess up the most. Or they just simply don't approach because they, they're just shook, you know? Like, okay, well, you know, she's stupid hot, and here's little old me, <laughs> you know? So I'm not going to go talk to her. I'm just going to get blown out, and she's going to yell at me or, or whatever, yeah, whatever that. they got going on. I was just...
2: So guys, back up on this one, Dale just said, like, I, th- I don't think most guys on the, on the hunt, the prowl, however you want to phrase it, you're, yeah. you're out, you see an attractive woman, maybe it's a club, maybe it's a party, something like that. And so immediately you're right. They go in the result orientation. Like, how do I get with her? And I, I swear to you guys, that comes out in your approach as you move, as you talk. So there are some females that are going to get turned off because it's like, oh, here's one more guy trying to pick me up. But what Dale's suggesting, if I can be bold, so boldly to paraphrase, he's talking about just, I'm going to go there and just get to know her. Now, that one that takes, you know, that kind of is going to throw her off a little bit because she's expecting you're one more dude trying to holler at her. Yeah. Two, you don't give out that that vibe. But Dale, I want to ask you, because I think this is the follow-up, so when do you guys, like, so if you don't, if you go over just to, just to talk to her and you're not going there, mm-hmm. that vibe to, to pounce to, to, you know, moving right for the number or the email or whatever, or the, you know, her social media. So you go up with her, Yeah, there's the danger that she's going to go, well, is this guy about something or not? So when when did you you guys make that transition from like, I want to make it better to all of a sudden I'm interested and boom, I want to move forward?
1: Okay, so think of it like this. There's two different kinds of energies, right? And, and, and I'm not talking about chakras or <laughs> like woo-woo stuff, okay? But there's two types of energies. You have high vibration energy and you have low vibration energy. The high vibration energy is all the stuff that I'm talking about, right? That that's all the, you know, um, you know, cracking a couple of jokes, telling a couple of stories, you know, um, getting to know her, being cordial and and um, you know, uh you know, just having light, fun type of conversation, right? Much like you would maybe do like on a job interview, you know, like you're just kind of putting your best foot forward and just, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. That's all high vibration energy. The low vibration energy, and this doesn't, this isn't a suggestion of good or bad, by the way, it's just one's high, one's low. The low vibration energy is the sexual energy. Okay, it, it's the, it's the flirting, it's the, um, it's the building connection, you know, it's, um, you know, expressing, expressing that you have sexual wants and desires. Okay, so if all you're doing is doing all the high vibration stuff with no, no low vibration, essentially what you're doing it if you will all right so because you're like oh i'm 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 a ken doll i've I've got no you know like i don't want to offend you with any type of you know sexual talk or double entendres or, or or anything like that right you basically what you've made is a recipe for the friend zone yeah she's cool with you she you know she likes interacting with you but there's not there's no type of sexual connection okay now conversely if it's all low vibration energy and at no high vibration energy, what you basically have is like, you know, a construction worker cat calling a woman. Right. <laughs> okay. So, you know, and, and that's equally a turn off. You know, like it, it, what you want to do is exude both, but you don't want to lead with the low vibration energy. Because if you do, then much to what you were saying before, oh, here we go again. Here's another guy to try to pick me up. You know, so as I'm talking to her and she's starting to feel a little bit more comfortable with me. Right. Uh, She's starting to kind of feel, you know, a a little bit of a vibe here and stuff like that. Once once I get and and pick up on a couple of uh, uh, what you might call an indicator of interest. Right. She's interested in me and she's doing her subtle little flirts or whatever. Right. Now, I know That it's acceptable for me to start ramping that up. Okay. So, and another way to look at it too is I just go into it assuming why wouldn't she, why wouldn't she want to get to know me? Why wouldn't she want to date me? I'm the shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I don't mean that in like in a, in a, in a overly cocky way or anything like that. But you know, it's like, if if she, if she doesn't want to, I'll suss that out real quick and I'll be on to the next one you know? So I think that that's really the way to do it is kind of um indirectly, you know, get to know her a little bit and then start building on top of that as a foundation to start getting to more of the, the sexual topics or just flirting in general or, or, or anything like that. Does that oh, make I'm sense? Saying,
2: and I, I think, you know, <clears throat> it might sound complicated. I think the guys who... You know, maybe have struggled in relationships or struggling in connection, but it's not complicated. If you guys, you just gotta be in the moment. Don't try and figure out what you're gonna say yeah. next. Listen, pay attention to what she's saying because she'll tell you where she wants you to go next. And she, and, and you know, and, mm-hmm. and I remember I would go to a party, and if I was talking, to a, a, I was trying to, you know, talk to a girl or something, and and the second I knew that she had no interest in me, it's like a timer would start in my eye. I'm like, all right, I got two minutes to disconnect because I'm yeah. wasting time. Is not what I'm looking for. And then, I mean, I, you know, I've been at a buddy <laughs> and as soon as he heard that girl, I noticed He was just turn around and walk away from her. She'd be in mid sentence. He's like, all right, done. Boom out. Um, now you mentioned flirting. Yeah. I think a lot of guys find flirting like mysterious or like magic, but it's not what, what in your pain is the biggest secret to flirting that you can tell listeners?
1: I think, well, the biggest secret is defining it, okay, because one person's flirting is another person's friendly conversation, Ah, okay, so I I think it's defining it, firstly, all right, like, I'll I'll give you a quick story, so, um, I'm dating this girl, right, and here it is, like, Sunday, like, noonish. we're getting hungry, and, like, this dope, um, uh, brunch spot was like right around the corner from her walking distance. So we go over there and we take a seat at the bar. Right. And, um, we're sitting there and, and the bartender, it was kind of, it was kind of dead in there. So the bartender had a lot of time to, you know, just kind of shoot the shit with us. And, um, this particular bartender, she was an attractive girl, you know, and like I was not flirting with her. I was just having, you know, uh, just fun, fun conversation with her, kind of playfully teasing her a bit and, and stuff like that. Now, the girl that I came with, she she got like real quiet and I was like, what's what's up with you? And her response was, well, I mean, you're, you're flirting with this girl like right in front of me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not. You know what I mean? And, and really that, that was, uh, th- that was the truth. I wasn't flirting with her. I was just being me, you know? But the girl that I came with, she took that as flirting because that's how she defines it. Okay, so there's certain women that if you, you know, just by you walk, you could walk up and ask what time it is or where the closest, you know, Burger King is or, or, or whatever, you know, they'll take that as you flirting with her, you know, other girls like, you literally have to be like, "I want to go home with you." <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's not—it's not flirting up until that point. You know, so the way that I like to define flirting is where um, where sex is on the table, but it's not a guarantee. Ooh, hold on. Okay, say that one more time. That was great. Flirting is where sex is on the table. But it's not guaranteed, okay? So, what are we talking about? We're talking about um, sexual sexual dynamics that we're you know we're kicking that ball around, you know, trying to feel each other out a little bit, see what's up, and if it goes in the direction of it, you know, before we get down, okay. If not, I mean, it wasn't guaranteed. It was a promise or anything, you know. So, it it just goes from there, you know? Does that make
2: sense? Perfect. And I, I I really like that definition. One, it's simple. It's easy to remember. It's easy to comprehend. And I think that clears up, mm-hmm. you know, this kind of like foggy curtain that guys have like, well, like you just said, like I wasn't flirting. I was just being friendly, you know? And, and you're right. A lot of times flirting is based off the other person's definition, which I know that some guys it's like, well, how am I supposed to read her mind to know what, her definition of flirting is, but then that's when that goes back to guys, be in the moment and pay attention to the cues, <clears throat> you know, body language yep. is, it, body language is real. It's not something made up. You know, oh, if she felt, if she no folds her it. arms and she's looking around, but not at you or making eye contact, she ain't interested. And at that, at yeah, that moment, no doubt. Goes, now, if you go, wait, well, yeah, I can see you're busy or, you know, it was, it was nice meeting. And you start to walk away. You might pique her curiosity because you and I both know, you know, when you stop paying attention to a woman, that's when she wants you to you suddenly become like you know, air on the moon. Um yeah. if you had to if you could give men listening right now one takeaway on um, what you know flirting or communication or even and like you said before, the the precursor, the mindset, because that's if you're gonna win or lose at this, it starts up there first before it goes anywhere else. What's one takeaway you wanna give guys?
1: Yeah. I think it goes back to what I was saying before, a man that knows what he wants, or I'm sorry, a man that knows who he is and knows what he wants is a dangerous man. Okay. I think the, the, the takeaway that I, if it was me and I'm, I'm listening to this podcast and I'm like, okay, all that sounds well and good, but I don't even know where to start. I don't even like all all this is kind of nebulous and you know, like I need a little structure here. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So first and foremost, you know, find out who you are at the core, not what your name is. That's just a sound that people make to address you. <laughs> okay. Um, not what you do for a living. Because I like to think about it, Jackson. If I, if, I, if I didn't know you and I come up to you and I'm like, yo, who are you? You're going to be like, right. I'm Jackson, you know? And then like, no, 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 that is not what I mean. Then you're probably going to go into what you do for work. Right. You know what I mean? That's what most people do, but that's not really who you are. Because if you got fired from that job today, does that mean you cease to exist? (laughs) (laughs) You're off in another dimension, you know, such an amazing point. So finding out who you are at the core, that that's everything. The way I look at it is like this, you know, firstly, you got nature versus nurture, right? So, you know, nature being, you know, like, look, if you're, if your whole family are alcoholics, you're probably predisposed to alcoholism. Now that doesn't mean that you'll be an alcoholic. You still have the choice to put the drink to your lips, but um, you know, you have predispositions. It could be health things, it could be, you know, good uh good gene type of stuff, you know what I mean? So you got that going for you. Nurture, you know, people are a product of their environment. You know, um, you take two puppies, one of them, you know, gets raised by a good family that loves it, takes care of it. The other puppy, you know, goes to some guy who leaves it outside, doesn't feed it right, you know, hits it with a broom, you know, like that dog's gonna be a scourge, man. Like it's gonna be biting people and not know how to act and you know what I mean? But they both came from the same litter and they both had the same genetics, right? So product of your environment. The other thing, the, uh, uh, what I like to call environment exposure. Okay, so, like, the way I put it is like this. Man, I grew up with a gang of black people. Okay, let's call it what it is. Like, I'm a white dude. I grew up you know, in the hood, around a lot of black people my whole life, you know, and that has influenced me in what I like, the kind of music I listen to, the way I, even the way I, I, I talk and present myself, the way I dress. Now, if I grew up in Sticksville, Michigan, you know what I mean? Like, Sticks, it, yeah. like I, I probably wouldn't, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be the same person, you know, so um then you have your intrinsic value all the characteristics and qualities and that's what that exercise on uh uh freegiftfromdale.com is about you know it, it's finding out about the intrinsic qualities that you have that you embody the things about yourself that you respect the most um and being able to, to highlight those strengths okay now knowing what you want Look, man, I worked in real estate for a long, long time, and one of the things that used to really irk me was this. Say, say, Jackson, you're you're like, I'm in the market to buy a house, okay? And you're like, let me sit down with you, Dale. Let me let me explain what I want, and you give me the the listings for the houses that fit that criteria. Okay, cool. So we sit down. This is what would happen, like every single time. Okay, I've got this pre-approval for $250,000. I need uh, a three-bedroom house, um, at least 1,500 square feet, uh, at least a bath and a half, um, a basement, and a garage. It's like, okay, cool, every house on planet Earth got you. You know, so we're, so we're spending the next six months, you know, driving around doing a process of elimination. You know, you know, don't like this house, don't like this house, don't like this house, until eventually you find one that you you know that you like. Okay. Instead of that, what I started doing with people was having them take me on a tour of their dream home within their budget. Okay. Um now I know in detail what they want. So instead of sending you, you know, a hundred listings, I'm sending you like five three of which you want to go take a look at. And of those three, one of which you want to put an offer in on. So we've skirted the next six months down into one Saturday afternoon, you know? So what guys should do when it comes to dating and relationships is, man, take your lifestyle into account, you know? Like, okay, cool, she's pretty, all right? And, and maybe she has a good personality. But you, you're a homebody. And she she likes to party, like the Eddie Murphy, right? But my girl likes to party all the time, okay? Like, she likes to go out every single weekend, and you're not feeling it. Well, then don't go to the places that those types of women congregate. Go to the places that make sense for you and your lifestyle. Much like with real estate, I would tell people like this, just because you have a $250,000 pre-approval doesn't mean you have to spend $250,000. If you're the type of person that likes to go on cruises three times a year, but when you buy this house, you're not going to be able to afford to do that, that house that, that... that you wanted is now an albatross around your neck, keeping you from doing the things you want to do, you know? So why not, if you like to go out, why not get a cheaper home? Now, if you like to stay in, Get the best house that you can afford, you know, make it your castle. But if you like to go out, that ain't going to make sense. So that's what I'm getting at here with dating and relationships. Man, what's your lifestyle look like? You know, where are you trying to go? What's your purpose in life? What's your path? And that's another thing, man. I'm kind of ranting here a bit, but, you know, like guys are so, so quick, man, to throw their purpose right out the window <laughs> as soon as uh as soon as a girl that you know that has a pretty face and a good figure steps into their life you know we talked about simp stuff earlier man i don't know a bigger simp than that than the guy that does that like you're willing to trade in what you were put on planet earth to do because this cute girl smiled at you like you know there's some- come Be on managing, man
2: you hit some points or that I, I, I want to pull out real quick because they're before i even got another question like guys like, the idea of knowing yourself before you even take a step towards that female is is like astronomical because so many guys don't know what they want they don't know what makes them tick they don't know what makes them happy and now you're trying to add another person mm-hmm. who has their own ticks, their own things that make them happy Mm -hmm. And and so you're setting yourself up for failure. It's like, you know, it's like doing a you're going to go play basketball, but you bring a football instead or you don't even know that you you know, you can't run like so you don't know what you're even getting into. And then second and really listen to that guys. Dale said, don't give up who you are. Find out who you are. Then don't give it up. So, like you say, if you're a homebody, don't go out for a, don't go after the girl who likes to party all the time. And I appreciate the the Eddie Murphy, um, you know, or, I yeah, just Eddie dated Murphy, myself, Rick James, anyway. uh, and in same way, <laughs> if you like to go out all the time, hit the bars. Don't don't go out to a girl that thinks you know bars are are the worst place in the world because you are both methods. Not knowing who you are and going after somebody who is the complete antithesis of your lifestyle. You're setting yourself up for failure, you know, before you Mm -hmm. even open your mouth. And I do want to make sure that we do talk about your new book. Tell everybody about it, the title, what it's about, where they can find it.
1: All right. So the book is called Inner Game. You know, go figure. That's what I coach. (laughs) It's called inner game. How to, how to fix, how to fix your dating life by fixing the relationship you have with you. Okay. Because what's the common denominator in every relationship that you've ever had? Well, I'll give you the answer. You, (laughs) you know, so if you don't have a good handle on the relationship you have with you, then how can you expect any other relationships to be fruitful? You know, how can you expect, much like you were just saying, that, that, that's like, man, that's like bringing a gun to a knife right. fight, you know? Or, or other way around, knife to a gun fight. <laughs> um, I guess if you brought a gun to a knife fight, you win. But, but you in get what I'm prison.
2: saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> this would yeah, be a yeah. shank fight. <laughs> But, yeah, man, I mean, you know, so many guys struggle when it comes to things like confidence, um, assertiveness, uh, setting boundaries. Um, You know, they got this negative voice in their head, this negative monologue telling them they're not shit, you know, and it's like, man, like. The stuff that goes on in people's heads, man, like, literally, if somebody walked up to you and said verbatim what you tell yourself, you're like, man, I'm about to break this fool's nose, you know, like, how dare you walk up to me and start saying that to me, you know? But yeah, it's totally acceptable
2: to say it to ourselves. It's so right about it, it's so right about it.
1: Right, man, I mean, and it just reinforces, it, it. you know, here's the thing too. People have this idea. and I don't know where this comes from, but people get, have this idea that because they thought it, it must be true. You know, like, oh, well, I think, you know, like, I I think this certain way about myself, I'm a loser. I'm whatever. Right. Um, and because I thought it, Therefore, that must be the truth. My rebuttal to that is like, oh, okay, cool. So you've never been wrong about anything. <laughs> you know, like, if you've been wrong about stuff, which we all have, then how can how can you suggest that you're 100% factual about that mm. part of it, you know, about what you think about yourself, you know, the way you think about yourself is going to determine all your outcomes. You know, unless you just happen to get dumb lucky on a scratch off lottery ticket or something, you know, like it's going to determine every outcome, the way that you feel about yourself, man. So the book inner game, there's five core uh, tenets. Uh, In in the book, there's five sections and each one of those sections has, you know, a gang of chapters. So the sections are self confidence or I'm sorry, self-esteem, self-confidence, self-discipline, being able to set healthy boundaries and then overcoming uh, the nice guy, quote unquote, nice guy trap. Okay, so. That's really what it's about, man. If you got a handle on those five things, dude, you're, you're, you're fucking winning in life.
2: (laughs) I love it. And and where can people get a copy of this book?
1: You can get it on Amazon. Um, but one of the best ways, if, if, like I was saying before, if you just want to take a look and just kind of get the gist of it and what it's about, my writing style and, and all that kind of thing, because I'll, I'll be frank, it's not for everybody, you know, um, so but if what i'm saying speaks to you on any level then it probably is for you okay so where you can you can get that on amazon uh all my social media's have links for it and all that kind of thing but if you go to uh freegiftfromdale.com you can download the first chapter and then you can pick it up if you know if it speaks to you one of
2: my favorite questions if not no, it's definitely one of them, not the most. Uh, to ask a guest, Dale, what is the sexiest thing about you?
1: Oh, man. The se- man. That's a tough question because ah, there's so right, many. We have um, all <laughs> <laughs> day?
2: <laughs>
1: How do I narrow this down to one thing? <laughs> you know, like. I'll be like 100% honest, man. I'll keep it a buck. The thing that I get complimented on the most from women are probably neck and neck. It's probably two things, okay. The first thing being my voice. All right. I've literally had women tell me if they could have sex with a voice. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Wait, I
2: don't know how that works. I'll tell you how that works.
1: <laughs> 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 like I don't like I it's an ear against I
2: guess <laughs> I'm going on somebody <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but the other thing um that I get that gets noted uh, quite often is just my presence. You know, like um I, uh, from what I have been told, I have a, uh, a fairly dominant type of presence about myself. And so those, those two things I think would probably, uh, be the answer to the question. In
2: your opinion, vice versa makes a person sexy.
1: I think, man, you know, I mean, outside of, you know, anything like physical, um, I I think for, at least for me, Um, I think, man, you know, it's women who have a deep understanding of psychology and, uh, but not from like a, like a, not like a pipe, uh, pipe, uh, pop, uh, pop psych type of, um, type of mentality you know just like oh I heard Dr. Loris Lessinger say this right, about right. Something. you know like okay cool fine I was watching Dr. Phil and he said it's not what I mean what I <laughs> what I'm talking about is where they're actually about personal growth and understanding people and being empathetic to people you know a non-judgmental type of um uh, uh, mentality you know and really trying to understand how that they can uh how they can maneuver through the world and leave it better
2: than they found that's it that's good i like that a lot man um it is now time for the quick game where we like to give our guests a chance to run through some entertaining questions dale are you ready All right, i am here you go what is your go-to lazy dinner
1: Oh, go to lazy dinner. Ah oh, man. Well, I mean, I guess it would have to be eating out, right? I mean, because if I'm too lazy to make it, I, I got to get it somewhere, to you know. Uber Eats, homie. What's your favorite uh, thing to do in
2: the summertime?
1: Favorite thing to do in the summertime, man. Um, that's a really good question. Uh, you know. I... I think just, just man, just being okay. outside. Right. You know, like, like, like nothing special. Not like, oh, go to the lake or or whatever. I think, and and you get it, man. You're in Chicago, yeah, so you know what I mean, man. The,
2: yeah.
1: right? Just, just you know, being out on the stoop, man, just chilling. Maybe have, maybe having a drink or two. And just, you know, kicking it with the the neighbors walking by and, you know, like maybe, maybe, uh you know, on the next block over, they got like a little house party going on or a graduation. They got, you know, they got the old school music playing and, you know what I mean? Just, just, just kind of just vibing, just, kind just being a part of the community and being outside. So kind of
2: part of nature and, and that kind of thing. What is one of your nicknames?
1: Oh man. <laughs> all right. This is, <laughs> is going to crack you up, man. So I got two. All right. And, uh, one of them, I, I was doing some acting for, for a minute. Okay. Uh, just in some of like, indie films and things like that. And my acting name, I used to go by Julio Salamander.
2: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't know where I came up with that one. And then the other one, the other one, like, you know, like, you know, like at a restaurant or, uh, you know, like, like Starbucks or something, you know, like you give yeah, them your name you out. and yeah. then, you know, when you're things up, right, they call you up there, right? So in those situations, I like to go by Dr. Octavius Leckenstein. <laughs> so... <laughs> so those are the, those are the two nicknames.
2: <laughs> Salamander. What, what, what item is worth spending too much money on?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I guess it depends what what you're into. But for me. One thing that I'm always okay with spending a little bit too much money on is hookers. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> you get what you pay for, man. <laughs> no, I'm not playing. Um, <laughs> man, I, I, like honestly, like I'll keep it a buck, man. Um, coaching. Nice. Okay. You know, like w- whatever it is that you, whatever it is that you're trying to do right? I want, and I put my money where my mouth is, man. Like, you know, modern flirting is, you know, w- working with me as a coach. I mean, it, it, it's a high ticket item, you know, it's not, it's not cheap. Okay. And I put my money where my mouth is, man. I just dropped 15 K for a business mentor, like two or, a month ago, almost, you know? So like, you know, I, and I do my due diligence. I'm right, just going right, to give right, that to anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, look, man. I, in my opinion, there there's nothing better that you can do with your money than invest in yourself.
2: Is your bed is your bed is your bed made right now? Uh, yes. If you could afford any car in the world. Which one would you drive?
1: Oh, man. Any car? Any car? oh Um. I don't remember the model. Um, I'm not I'm not good with remembering, like, car makes and models and things like that. Sure, I mean, sure. the irony, yeah, right, considering sure. I'm from Detroit. Car
2: capital of the world, yeah.
1: But, um, <laughs> uh, man, probably, like, a high-end, uh, I like high-end, lug- like, European okay. luxury cars that are, that have very a sporty look to them, like you know? That. So, like, yeah yeah stuff like that like um like like the really expensive like bmws that got like a real sporty look to it and stuff like that not where it's just like a basic sedan where it's like look it looks like you know you could be out here racing this thing like that that's really what What i like
2: what movie do you enjoy quoting the most
1: oh man probably step brothers if
2: you could be transformed into one animal which one would you choose (laughs)
1: one animal all right can i transform back or i gotta stay as that Uh,
2: no you gotta stay
1: oh man so this ain't like werewolf stuff okay (laughs) all right (laughs) um ah man um you know probably a lion dude Uh male lions got the life man like i've studied lions they they got the life man all they do dude all they do is chill and fuck that's it the The women go out and do the hunting they bring it back to the the male lion and
2: smack the shit out of something you just lay back down right (laughs) (laughs) you're so right if you guys don't know go watch a documentary about lions like lions like we're afraid of lions because the lions do get up, they tear everything apart, but lions really just kind of lay around for like 95% of their lives. They they don't do a whole lot. Uh
1: Yeah, they just What's change. your favorite
2: board game? Favorite board risk. And this is absolutely the my favorite question. Dale, who inspires you?
1: Uh who inspires me? Man, there's so many, man. Um I think, I think the person that probably inspires me the most, man, probably Jordan Peterson. Yeah. I mean, I I find myself gravitating and going back and rewatching videos and, and and things like that, but probably him more than anybody else.
2: People, sexy people, that wraps up our interview with just Dale. I mean, you don't have, there's no need (laughs) for adjectives besides just Dale they'll let people know one more time where they can find you, man.
1: Look, man, this is where you can find me free gift from Dale.com. And by the way, I should note, you can also book a free, uh, a free consultation call. You know what I mean? Where we can talk about your, whatever you're struggling with in terms of, uh, dating relationships, uh, the relationship that you have with you that we talked about before. Um, I mean shit man like I, I, since the last time you and I had spoke uh also I I'm a, I got my certification for to be a uh uh to be a hypnotherapist so um I'm a certified hypnotherapist as well so You know, like, look, man, if you want to book a call, that's a place to do it. You can download the first chapter of my book. You can go through. There's a video there for you for free as well, where you can do the intrinsic value exercise and really find out who you are at the core. So you can start leveraging that value out there instead of just giving it away or just, you know, undercutting selling yourself short and all that kind of stuff.
2: Guys, there you go. Don't sleep on that deal. Dude, there's nothing else to say, Dale. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for you are the dude, You're, you're you the having me, man. I, I absolutely love guests. it. Bro. Like there's, like I said before, like there are two guests <laughs> behind you, but they're so far behind you that um, you know, like <laughs> yeah, you, you got the crown for a while, brother. Hey, thank you so much, and we'll talk soon.
1: All right, man. Appreciate you.